This is the Forex Q&A podcast. This is VP, professional Forex prop trader here in the United States, answering your user-submitted Forex trading-related questions every Monday morning. If you have a Forex trading-related question on your mind and you have already consumed all the material on my channel, go to nononsenseforex.com slash askvp, fill out the form, ask me anything you want, and I will get back to you typically within 48 hours. A uh, bit of a different podcast this week. Uh, we're going to go in reverse, and it will not be in response to an actual question asked, uh, at least not on Ask VP. But on January 3rd, there was something called a flash crash in the currencies market, mainly happening on the Aussie dollar and the Japanese yen. Uh, for many of you, it was your first experience with something like this, uh, at least uh, your first experience as an active trader in the market. You might have seen these before, but you never actually experienced one. And if you are trading the no-nonsense Forex way, you have a bunch of indicators that have now been thrown completely out of whack. <laughs> what do we do now? So we're going to go ahead and answer those things first. I'm going to sprinkle in another topic that I was saving for later, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and combine it with this episode. And then we will get to what I was going to start with, and that is the word, the battle cry for 2019. Uh, two of you actually got it. I really underestimated you guys. I didn't think anybody would get it, but two of you did. So we're going to mention those two people. We are going to talk about that word and talk about what that means for the year ahead. So a common question for a lot of you on Twitter and on YouTube comments was, why did this flash crash happen? Uh, what gives? And this podcast will not be dedicated to answering this question because I already have on the blog. And I sent that out to my Twitter followers on Saturday. Um, now, if you're not following me on Twitter, I don't know why that is. I put my Twitter handle at the bottom of every podcast episode description. But for those of you who follow, you got a nice little sneak peek at that. But um, I gave a very unbiased and unrelenting version of why I think these flash crashes happen. And I held nothing back. And it may one day get me thrown in jail. Who knows? But at least I went down swinging. So I will link that down below, as I always do when there's a blog attached to a podcast, but make sure you see that. You thought that Big Bang's video was eye-opening information, wait until you see this. But it would be entirely too long to do on a podcast episode, so I separated that on the blog. And then for the episode, we are going to talk about, as traders, what to do after the fact. Now, I separate this into two categories because there are two very different routes to take depending on what just happened. Flash crash, in my definition, is like what happened on the third, when something crashes and then immediately comes back up to where it was, or at least really close to it. This is different from what I call a giant candle. A giant candle is something that opened at one point and then created a really, really gigantic, out-of-the-ordinary candle, and, and then closed at a completely different point, very far away from where it started. Examples of this would be like on the daily chart, uh, what happened after Brexit, because that was an unexpected uh, result in the election, and uh, the euro Swissy crash, which we refer to a few times already. But if you are an indicators trader, a flash crash and a giant candle happening affect our indicators in two different ways, and therefore we need to take two different approaches. This will not be listed in the blog. This will only be listed here. So listen up. On a flash crash, like we just saw on the third, a very distinct high and low happened on the Aussie yen, but the close on that pair in particular was only about 83 pips apart. 
So because most indicators only take into account the open and the close and ignore all the excess noise of what the high and low can give you, it probably didn't affect many of your indicators except for one. And we all know which indicator that is. That is the indicator that all of you are using, the ATR. On the affected currency pairs, the ATR is now reading much, much higher than it should. If flash crashes happened every week, this would be an accurate reading, but they clearly do not. So the reading is way off. Now, you might also have a volume indicator that takes into account the highs and the lows. In my opinion, I don't think a good volume indicator does that. I think a good volume indicator does a really good job of filtering out the noise that those crazy highs and lows can give you sometimes. But regardless if it was just your ATR or your ATR and your volume indicator, here is what you do. You have settings on these indicators that say how long and how far back your indicator is going to measure data. So for me and many of you on the ATR, that number is 14. It goes 14 candles back. And if you're also like me and you're a daily trader, that means it's going 14 trading days back. This means you're not going to get a really accurate reading on your ATR for another two weeks because that one crazy day is throwing the entire equation off. So the solution to this is not perfect, but it is workable. And it's good news because you can still trade these pairs going forward for the next couple of weeks. What you do is on the daily chart, you see that point on January 3rd where things got all crazy? On your ATR, go back to January 2nd and take that reading. For the next two weeks, until your ATR has time to correct itself and get that crazy number out of its equation, your ATR is now a fixed number. And that fixed number is whatever it said on January 2nd. I just did this on the Aussie Yen. And on the Aussie Yen, my ATR and my chart says 95 pips. So if I decide to trade the Aussie Yen three days from now, I'm going to use 95 pips as my ATR. If I want to make a trade 10 days from now on the Aussie Yen, I'm using 95 pips as my ATR. If I want to make a trade three weeks from now on the Aussie Yen, well, my ATR will actually give me a correct reading because that huge candle has been filtered out of the equation. See how this works? So I hope you guys understand this because I don't feel like I can explain it much better than that. Uh, if you have no idea what I'm talking about, then you've just gone too far ahead in the material, and that's fine. Uh, check out the beginner's video on my YouTube channel, and it will guide you through everywhere you need to go to get to this point right here. Now, there is another occurrence uh, which happened once in 2015. It was the Euro Swissy crash. Uh, again in 2016 with the Brexit vote. Uh, I don't really count the American election as one because it was an unexpected result, but it more or less resulted in more of a flash crash type candle to where it really only screwed up your ATR, it didn't screw up anything else. But we are talking about giant candles, candles to where the open and the close are very, very far away from each other, abnormally so. And these are caused by actual events. And these events don't happen very often. Um, I can't think of a time it happened in 2017 or 2018, but um, Every couple of years or so, we are going to be due for one. And unless you want to lose a ton of pips, you're going to need to understand what to do here. Because a giant candle will throw off every single one of your indicators when it comes to the affected currency pair in question. And when it does, there is a very specific instruction that I have for you. 
whatever currency pair was affected. So in the case of 2016, after Brexit, it was the British pound. And let's just say something like that happens again this year, okay? And you get another really crazy candle like that that throws off all of your indicators. You will need to sit out until further notice. You are not to trade the British pound until all of your indicators are back on track. Now, every indicator you use has a point on it in the settings that say, hey, trader, how far back do you want me to go? How many candles worth of previous data would you like me to read? So, for example, on the ATR, for me and for most people, that's 14 candles. So find whichever indicator in your little algorithm, in your little system that goes back the furthest. Let's say that's 20 candles, 20 days. Um, Now you know that you have to sit out trading the British pound in all of its forms for 20 trading days. And there's no other alternative here. That wonderful system that you spent all that time searching and testing and fine-tuning is going to be super inaccurate until all of these indicators get the chance to correct themselves and get back on track. And it's not like this is a horrible thing anyway. Out of the eight major currencies out there, I am taking away one of them for a very short amount of time because of something that doesn't even happen every other year. So just deal with it. You know, the one thing you don't want to do is just trade it anyway, because if I were to take the algorithm I have now and go back to when that big candle occurred, my next two or three trades would have been absolute losers. And two or three definite losers can really put a dent in your overall bottom line. Our goal here at No Nonsense Forex is to eliminate losses, not to add them on needlessly. So those are your two game plans. One you can implement right now. One you hopefully won't have to use for a while, but if that time ever does come, now you have an idea of what to do. You can always refer right back to this episode. It is the Forex Q&A podcast, and I said in episode 28, uh, this is episode 29, in episode 28, I said that there was going to be one word, uh, one particular battle cry that we're going to lean on for the entirety of 2019. And I said that in the comments section, if you had an idea of what it might be, uh, go ahead and throw it out there. And if you get it right, I will give you a personal shout out on this episode. So thanks to all who participated. Um, I really didn't think anybody would get it. And for a while, nobody did. Uh, But then two people came in under the gun and got it. So we here at No Nonsense Forex would like to recognize YouTubers Ross T. Hammond and Shogun Kicks Butt. They both nailed it. Our word for 2019 is relentless. To all of you who have followed my material up until now, to all of you who are back testing and forward testing the best you can, to all of you who are implementing these videos and these blogs in your actual trading and getting great results already, understand one thing. Four or five years from now, you will be able to look back and say that the work that you put in in 2019 is directly responsible for all the prosperity you have right now. 2019 is the year where everything comes together. It's not the year where you make a ton of money, but it's the year where you research and grind and test relentlessly, sacrificing whatever you have to, to create what is going to be the basis for the next 40, 50 years of your trading life. It took me about four years to do this, but I didn't have any of the information you have right now. I had no guidance. I had to do everything trial and error. I had to learn everything the hard way. And because of this channel, you do not. You could take four years of my work and condense it all down to about one year. And many of you already have a head start on this. But to take an hour or so out of your day for an entire year, 
to put in work and research that's not even tedious. A lot of it's really fun. You know, a lot of you guys, like I did, you get quite a bit of enjoyment out of this. But one year of this in exchange for every year after that is you getting closer and closer to financial freedom. I would take that exchange 100 out of 100 times. I wouldn't even hesitate. This is you winning the delayed gratification game. This is you passing the marshmallow test. You don't need to achieve ultimate financial freedom and wealth in 2019. It would be nice, but we don't need it. We're not going to die. We're not going to go hungry. So enjoy the ride. Enjoy nerding out and building the structure that's going to get you there down the road. When you finally get there and you have your own actual money or somebody else's money or a firm's money on the line, that's a lot of pressure. Pressure goes up, fun goes down. It's still fun, don't get me wrong, but not like it was back when I was putting everything together. I still look back very fondly on those times. So don't dread this year. But for 2019, it is head down, look forward, don't look up, don't look back. Do whatever you have to do to put this system in place. It is worth it in the end. I will continue to guide you along the best I can. But 2019 will be a key, crucial year that you looked back on four or five years down the road. Don't look back with regret. Put in the work now. Go get it.